It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theater, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray, who I thought may have been the killer in the new Scream movie, but instead it was someone that made a lot less sense. Hey there, Merman. Yo. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Well, thanks to all who've been listening and supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please support us and join the Film Rage community at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. All members get a special episodes and content only for members and all members that sign up will get a special limited edition Film Rage merch item. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible movie. Thanks to all our listeners from all over the world. You just keep growing and growing in new countries every day. We love you. Thanks. Movies are back at Canyon Meadow Cinemas. We are open for your viewing pleasure with great new films opening weekly. All health-regulated protocols are in effect for a safe and enjoyable experience. And don't forget, we should be your first choice for your next birthday party or special event. Can't make it to the cinema? We got you covered. Order concessions from our online store, and you can either choose curbside pickup, or get them delivered via Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, or DoorDash. For more details, go to canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Here at CMC, we would like to thank you for your continued support. And we are looking forward to seeing you at the movies. So groovy. You know what time it is? Streaming. Streaming. Streaming? And what? We're streaming, Jim! Even Murray Street on the weekend. Nope. No? Uh-oh. No streaming for Murray? No streaming for Murray. That doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like Murray. Huh. All right, anyways. Uh, we are going to start with a movie... A film, a, uh, a cinematographic. I don't know. No, sure. That makes no sense. <laughs> Anyways, it was on Apple Plus. Dum Dum? No, I think it was Bong. I don't know what it bong. does. Bong. It's like a bong, isn't bong. it? I don't know. I don't know. A little Maybe. Apple outline thing comes out and it kind of makes a noise. Bong. bong. Sure. I think I don't remember. I'm on Team Bong. All right. Uh, anyways, Apple Plus presents Swan Song. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh. Bong! Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Swan Song follows a terminally ill man played by Marshala Ali as he makes the choice to replace himself with an exact clone rather than put his family through the grief of losing a husband and father. Although this is the, his intent, as the film plays out, there is doubt whether he will follow through with the plan. 
He finds out quickly that replacing himself in his life, even if it is with an exact clone, is a heart-wrenching endeavor. And the choice to die alone is also a difficult choice to follow through with. You can see the weight of the situation on Ali's face and body throughout the film. It is a great performance from Ali. He is flanked with a very good supporting cast led by Glenn Close, Aquafina, and Naomi Harris. Plus, we get the added bonus of an Adam Beach sighting, <laughs> yes. which is always welcome. Uh, it is a film about complex emotions and hard decisions with a special introspective performance from Ali as he creates a connection between himself and his clone in a quiet, understated, but genuine and effective way. This is science fiction in the best way, as the story kind of seems plausible, like this could happen in the not-so-distant future. Well, maybe distant-ish future. Uh, Swan Song is a simple story, as at its core, it's just asked two questions. Will he or won't he? But the journey to the answer to these simple questions is filled with complex, great performances and complex thought-provoking themes. Simply put, this film was Mondo. Oh, oh. Mondo! There you go. Those guys have sexy voices. Okay, so I know Apple is being a little slow to increase content. So anybody that's actually paying for your Apple Plus, you're probably not getting the same value you're getting out of some of the other streaming sites, I would say. Uh, but the content... Uh, that they're making is all, always wise choices um, with the cast and directors that they choose to work with. I got to say, so far, I haven't been disappointed in any of their films so far. Although, I have not seen the last Tom Hanks flick, so I don't know. I saw it. And? I liked it. All right. There you go. See? It's, it it's, get, it's getting at least like, right? Like, yeah. there's nothing that you go, oh, that was terrible. No, it was, it was totally worth watching. But you know what? I think they've really done better really, than really, anyone else really is like, sci-fi. Really like their sci-fi is, is great. Yeah. Well, the Tom Hanks movie is a sci-fi movie. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. But it's, so it's not all right. Cause maybe it's mess. It's got a poopy dog in it. There you go. I love poopy dogs. That yeah, was a sweet poopy dog. I really liked them. Nice. Well, all that being said, the film didn't start off really amazing. So I was kind of worried the scene at the opening which has been done so many times before in any of the movies. It's my chocolate bar. No, it's mine. Ha, ha, ha. Three's Company situation happens. And he eats the chocolate bar, but it's not his chocolate bar. It's like, how many times have we seen that scene? Probably uh, 10 times in different movies. Name another movie. I've seen it in like five movies in probably the last three years. Okay, name one. I can't off the top exactly. of my head. Exactly. I don't it's, know what you're talking it's about. It's been done. I've seen it. And again, I quote, Three's company situation happens. Yeah, exactly. The cast, though, is incredible in this. You know, with motherfucking Glenn Close at even just appearing on screen, this is going to be uh, fantastic. Plus, Naomi Harris, is, as Bryce said, the once mesmerizing Aquafina, also Adam Beach, nice. as you mentioned, and one of the most mesmerizing actors of our generation or any other. Uh, Mar Marishala Ali and Bryce, this is what an actor of a generation actually looks like in a film. Very they can good. actually act and they can actually make you feel something because it doesn't feel like the only thing they're doing is reading lines and not acting. He's got a total Ben Affleck quality. Yeah, I think you put them together and it would be like 
it'd be like Godzilla versus Bambi. It'd be it's like an instant squish. Uh, just seeing the interaction with this cast for almost two hours was bringing me so much joy. The concept of this film is so cool and felt original and fresh, but at the same time made me think that it could be the future of cloning. In fact, for all we know, this is happening right now, and Glenn Close is at the helm. There you go. The director, Benjamin Cleary, which Do I thought really was... Do you really think Glenn Close might be at the helm of this? Well, she has she has some history with her family, so maybe she's trying to find a way to, to reclone them so that they have some yeah. you know, issues fixed. I don't know. If anyone, I would believe her. you know. But I'm super surprised. Benjamin Cleary, first feature film, and do you see the talent he put into his film? Yeah. Like, who gets their first movie... And has this many A-list actors, in my opinion. Yeah. Holy, holy crap. So much retrospective in this film. Getting to see each character's viewpoint and emotions is very powerful. One gap I did find that was they built the story and the character development. It really didn't get us to know the characters as much as it did with their thoughts and feelings, which is kind of a little bit of a change from what we're used to seeing. Usually you can see the character and what they are, not necessarily their feelings. So I actually, I kind of liked it and it was just such a difference for me in the character development. And again, it's character development. It's just a different kind. So mm-hmm. it, I wouldn't say it was necessarily terrible. It was just maybe different, maybe. But all the way through this journey we got, and I have no clue what's going to happen. What will happen in this end? I have will no idea. You? Yeah, some of, some of the scenes have you wonder, is this real? Is he imagining it? Or to your point, what is going to happen at the end? Music in the film was amazing. All the great songs redone into different versions, including a Prince song, a Radiohead song, just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. We're all well done. This film is an emotional journey into your own morality and mortality. The acting was amazing in this film. It had me crying a few times. I love that we went on this emotional journey. I could see my own self having to wrestle with. Mm-hmm. This film was heartwarming and it was a mundo. It was. Yeah. I think mundo. also... Yeah. <laughs> it's a song. Um, I've never seen any scenes ever where an actor's acting with himself that were better than the scenes. Yeah, that, that felt were real. The, it felt real. Yeah. There was a natural, you know, give and take yeah. between the same person. <laughs> like, I thought that was kind of amazing, how well that was done. Because I've never seen it done better. No, I, and you can kind of tell sometimes, oh, look, it's CG. Yeah. But wasn't at all. No, it was so he, good. There, there's one scene in the movie, for those who are going to watch this, where they almost get into a fight themselves. Yeah. And that scene alone is worth the price of admission oh. for this film yeah. because it really shows how amazing he is as an actor. Yeah. A lot of weighty, heavy stuff in this too. That's yeah. Just, but it's just so well done. I just, and so well acted. Well, okay. So here, here's the question for all of us. If there was a situation where you're dying of a terrible disease, how do you feel you would be? Would you want to be replaced with an exact replica of yourself to take on whatever duties to be there for? So Murray, you're, if you have some deadly disease and you're going to end up dying before your mom, would you want to have your body replaced and by, your, by yourself or would you just choose to die? Die. Just choose to die? What about you, Bryce? I don't know. That's all we get? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. 
You can't hit me with this question just like that. That's this the is, movie's this question. This is a soul-searching question. That's the, just like just like he had to do in the movie. I know. He wrestled with it for weeks, <laughs> months, months even. Months even, And yeah. you're trying to get me to wrestle with it for two seconds and give you a definitive answer? You saw the movie. You had Screw two hours you, to think buddy. about it. No, I ain't things. doing it. You're not, you're not putting me in a corner. No one's putting Bryce in the corner? Yeah, exactly. I'd do it. I'd clone myself. Yeah, I might. I'm leaning towards that, but I don't know. Well, I think I think they're still your same age, and they're going to die of old age. For mm. me, I would because I couldn't bear to think of my kids in their state right now. They would they need their daddy too much. <laughs> okay. As does Murray. Actually, the reason I live go on in life is because I'm here for Murray. There you go. That's pretty much it. That's it. When my Murray kids, wasn't around, I was like, ah, that's whatever. right. Whatever. I wouldn't replace myself. All right. But yeah, great movie. Yep. Two Mondos. And we saw Photocopier or The Photocopier, depending on where you look. It's like, wait a minute. Is it The or just Photocopier? Either way. It's a, it's a movie. Yes. After losing her scholarship, when photos of her at a party surface online, a student pairs with a photocopy... Er, mm. to piece together what happened. I have a feeling Bryce and I are not going to be on the same page on this one. Mm. You really get the opinion that there is a double standard for men and women as you watch this film. Right away, you see what our heroine, Sir, that she is kind, giving, and respectful person. But it seems like the world is out to get her, including her dick of a father, and perhaps pretty much everybody that she might come along with as she moves through this film. Although her friends seem to respect the crew, we learn she is ruled by a class of men where she loses her scholarship for a one night of drinking. As this film unfolds, Sir's story and drive at times almost seems questionable. But as the story slowly, slowly, slowly unfolds, there is a bigger conspiracy that is brewing. I love seeing the different cultures and how they interact and how you can see a real difference in how society treats women and men. Not sure that that was the full intent of this director, but for me, it was very telling as I watched this film. Oh, I think it was intended. This is shown by her father and a little lesser by her mother in the support she is needed as she was being very vulnerable as she came forward with what was happening to her. Also interesting, a big deal it is that she would actually have lost everything because she got drunk. So this story could not have taken place in Canada or the US no. or at least anywhere in sort of a first world country. This, this is not a film that as you watch this, you're going to say, oh, that makes complete sense. I can relate to that. Yeah, exactly. You no, can't. Unless- and I think that's the challenge that this film may have as it's being portrayed because it's such a cultural shift in our minds. And for as we're watching it, having to get inside her head through this, uh, it, it, it's a challenge. This film kept me interested as I searched for the meaning, true meaning of this story. This builds so slow and is a bit of a long film at two hours and 10 minutes. The story is so unique and nothing like anything I had seen before. I was fascinated by the intricate and layered plot of the story, an intrigue film about something that seemed so trivial till the slowly, slowly, slowly plot fully unwound. There are some real powerful moments in the story and there is 
that separation of, of rich has power and the poor do not, which is a very heavy-handed. Uh, Bryce will be happy to know that the moral of this story happens to be that all cell phones are evil. So I actually, as I was watching, I was going like, huh, maybe Bryce is right. So maybe phones... Are evil. It's just a fad. Nobody's going to have a cell phone in five years. <laughs> exactly. I truly enjoyed this journey of sex scandal, evil theater moguls, family dynamics, suspense, and retribution. I think it could have been slightly edited down to under two hours. But to be honest, I didn't notice the time go by. Again, another Indonesian film from the last year that delivers a solid film. I struggled with how much I loved this film. And then after a few days, the story kept staying with me and I kept going back to the story. I enjoyed its uniqueness and the quality of the storytelling. So I guess Regas Banujaja, your film was Mondo. Hmm. I loved it. So why do you think that I'm going di- to disagree with you so much on this? I don't know. Just what, your, what gives you that vibe? The look at your creepy face right now is probably the one. That I mean, it's pacing and kind of is it right up my alley, is it not? It is a little up your alley. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Anyways, uh, Indonesian thriller of sorts with a whole lot of political and social commentary kind of sneaks up on you. I was surprised by how emotionally invested I was in this story of a student whose life seems to be have seems to have been irreparably damaged by one night of bad decisions. The film is sort of a mystery as we go along for the ride as a student, Sir, tries to piece together the events of that night. With every attempt to clear her name, we share in her frustration, and by the end of the film, I was genuinely genuinely affected by the slightly over-the-top ending involving a photocopier and a lot of wasted paper. Um, <laughs> they killed a bunch of trees They for killed that a bunch too. of trees, but as you, I mean, this slow build was so... And it's one of those things where... I'm watching it at first, and I'm like, okay. And yes. Ne- and next thing I know, I'm caring so much about this character. Yes. And I'm just like, what the? Come on. Like, yeah. Something's got to go right Some for her the- at some point. <laughs> That's right. It's like, why does everything go bad for her? Yes. So the this- scene with her mom, I think, was was like, it's such a pinnacle moment oh, there was in a- the film. There's a few of them. There's a few of them. And okay. It- so it was, it was well acted. It's a very effective film. It's worth checking out. It's a high meh. Okay, see, what did I tell you? Well, we don't disagree though. It was, it was. It's Apparently, we do because one of us thought it was Mondo. It was close. It was close, but I, I can't go Mondo. I can't be. To your point, you know, I can't be handing out. Mondo's like candy here. You seem to give him out to Ben Affleck at the drop of a hat. Uh, that would be because when he just appears in a movie, it's like, oh, guess what? Yeah, I'm, Ben I'm, Affleck's in a okay, movie. Perhaps I should give him a Mondo. Excuse me, but I'm not going to give a Mondo to the finest actor of ours or any other generation. Come on, Marisara Ali. What are you talking about? <laughs> talking about yeah, Ben Affleck. Oh, you did just give him a Mondo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> at any rate, really, really like Photocopier. It was a high man, but uh, it was a man. All right, that's disappointing. Now, we did got to go to theaters. What? Right? Barely. Barely. Oh, there's a story here. I can't wait to hear this. Murr, what did we see? Did we actually see something? I guess we did. We did. <sighs> 25 years after the original series of murders in Woodsboro, a new ghost based emerges and Sidney Prescott, Dewey, and Gail Weathers must uncover the truth. Yes, we're talking about the new screen. Ah! Sadly, I have only five 
words to say it. Oh, because. wow. I love this. Predictable. Mm-hmm. Repetitive. True. Cliche. True. Garbage. True. Rage. Nice. I'm done. <laughs> nice. To the point. Well said, Mur. Well said. All right. Wait, wait a minute. Just well, pause for a second. A few more words. Le- hold on just a second. Yes. So were you raging all the way through this, or was it a moment in time in the movie where you're like, okay, I can't take any more of this? Early after elaborate. Yeah, a little bit. The fact that I knew who the killers were in the first two minutes of the film <laughs> uh, did not bode well. Nice. And no, it was the same crap as the last three. Mm-hmm. The first one's the only one that is any good. Period. End of sentence. Can't, oh. I can't disagree and, with anything he said. And then a sentence on its own. Rage, period, exclamation point. And I had to pay $17 in freaking... What? What you call it? The AVX crap to see it. Ugh. Uh, oh, did you so go hard. to the one theater near close to see it? Yeah. Oh. But the one at my t- uh, time I was going to, it was an AVX one. So instead of, And it was on a Monday instead of Tuesday. God damn Because it. we got a storm Monday night. So yes. I wasn't leaving the house. So I went Monday and paid $17. Damn it. And it wasn't worth it. That was the worst $17 he spent this year. Mm. So far. That's, yeah, that's right. So far. That's sad. This, this year is young. I understand what you're saying. So sad. All right. What do you think, Bracey? Yeah. Five minutes in, I was genuinely having a good time. By the 15-minute mark, I was already ready for the closing credits. <laughs> This was not just a total retread of the original, but it was a retread of the original that was done badly. Sure, some of the kill scenes were good, but that and the opening sequence is all this film had going for it. So much nonsense in this. From the time that the sheriff calls for backup to her house as she's racing back to save her son, the film is mired in dumb. I, I couldn't follow this. The sheriff gets back to her house and there's like a 10 minute scene. It's like 10 minutes, easily. This unfolds and the police backup never arrives. Never She's arrives. calling, speeding back on her. How is nobody, I don't understand. Woodsboro is not that big a place. Yeah, you get the opinion Woodsboro is a town of like 5,000 people. I'm sure a cop could have gotten there in like, I don't know, two minutes or less. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We also get a scene in a hospital where apparently there is no one else in the facility other than the characters in the film. Literally, there's no doctors, there's no nurses, there's no patients in this hospital. There's no lights either. There's, there's no <laughs> lights. Yo, don't forget the lights. Why? Wait is... a minute, there was a dead security guard. There was a dead Doesn't security guard. Doesn't he count? Guard. Yeah. <laughs> Parallel. I, why is the hospital empty other than a dead security guard? Perhaps, I, perhaps it's not COVID in this universe. I don't understand. And of course, there's our killer, who is sometimes well over six feet and sometimes well under six feet. With the real reveal of our killer at the end, it's clear that only one person could have been the killer in the hospital. And that person was nowhere near the size of the figure that fought it out with former officer Dewey. Yep. Not even close. Not even close. It was shot several times and didn't die. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from the fact that a lot of this did not make sense, there's also the fact that this just wasn't very good. It was the first film all over again but not even close to as entertaining. The first scream was fun. This scream was just dumb. 
It was a rage. Could you found something that rhymed better? No. Okay. Didn't want to. Would have made it funner. Yeah, well. More fun. More fun. The most fun. Yeah. You're the most fun, Jim. It's true. I can't help it. I'm the funnest of the fun. So much crawling. So much jump scares. So much critical wound survival scenes. So much nostalgic idiocy. So much dumb. Look at that. We, um. <laughs> apparently, there's nothing that rhymes with fun but the word dumb. If you say it fast enough, fun, dumb. It kind of rhymes. Don't finish that sentence. Fitting is fitting. Yeah. They tried to make it scream one homage tropey, linked, kind of, and clever. But it got so old so fast. This had so much non-original plot or story ideas. In fact, it's even made fun of itself so many times that it just started to become repetitively stupid and, and idiotic. It's like there's only so many times you can make fun of yourself before people start thinking, you know what? I need to start making fun of you. Mm. And so, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Though, there were so many great kill scenes that were very enjoyable and well put together. But there is way too many things. I'm wondering why they didn't make more sense. And just so you know, there's some more spoilers ahead. I.e., the girl killer is basically a little person. See, I tried not to do any spoilers. <laughs> she is. I didn't realize you are going to spoil everything. Or I could have written like a better review. You kind of spoiled it because, you know, you just basically told the killers. And Murray knew who the killers were in the first five minutes. Could have been so like War- You know what? Warwick Davis could have popped up at the yeah, end. They War- don't know. War- Warwick Davis could have been one of the stand-ins for one of the killers. Because it was basically a little person that was doing the killing, uh, supposedly. She was regular size. She was just short. Yeah, she was a little, per- pretty much a little person. a little person, compared to the dude who was, who was supposedly had the ally alibi. Sorry, and then, and they show every time they showed her, and it was almost all of them was her. It had to be most of the because time. he was always with somebody else. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that doesn't make sense. She kills uh, the sheriff's. Uh, son who's basically massive and super hot and how is she going to kill him with her bare hands like there's just it was just so stupid it made no sense and then her fully grown battle as a little person with Dewey made no sense either no it was like so completely idiotic Uh, you know what there must have been a third killer well, maybe that's what's going to happen in in Saw 6 oh sorry this is Screams you sure it's not no, starts five. with an S. No, this is five. Saw? Scream? Scream. They made Scream about, Saw. They apparently made about seven or eight stab movies, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were at stab nine in this movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, plus, I'm sorry, three main characters were stabbed or shot well enough to be dead or at least bled out, yet they didn't. Uh, How do you and they had the strength to fight off the, the villains through the end of this. Like, yeah. what is with movies that keep portraying that it's like okay how many uh, you know what i actually went back and i watched all four of these not before we saw it but afterwards and every single time either sydney or gail or dewey or sometimes all of them have been stabbed or shot in every single one and they and they're just like like do they not do any real 
discovery about what happens when people get a gut wound when someone gets stabbed and they instantly die and then oh no i'm sorry one of the heroes gets stabbed and no no this we don't need any this this is fast and the furious scream version mm. no we don't need to so i'm kind of torn because i really hated this movie you're not torn but it's and it's trying way too hard to make us think it's clever yeah it's Plus, way too many characters who all are not developed, so when all the killing happens, you really don't care what happens to any of them. Yep. But then, there were some really good graphic kill scenes. Lots of good stabs, leg-breaking fun. Opening scene was really good. It was really good. That could have, you know, that in itself should be able to hold the movie for another two hours, Mm, right? I was hoping. Yeah. There was two good lines in this, though. Yeah? Was one of them from Dewey? Uh, one is from Dewey, but yeah. one is in reference to Dewey. All right. So when Sam, when Sam says, yeah. let's do this yeah. to Dewey, right? that was funny. That's, uh, Remember that, Mur? When yeah, they go to his so, trailer park? It was funny. I like it. Let's do this. Okay. I thought she was going to, I thought someone was going to say, let's do uh, the do. Yes. And, but the even better line what? was when Dewey yeah. turned to the one guy and said, maybe you're the killer because that cut deep. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> that, was so- that, that line almost made this a meh for me because <laughs> that line was spectacular. <laughs> and he delivered it He's so like, well. It's like, yes, because that guy pretty much accuses Dewey that, you know, you could be the killer. Maybe you're the killer. That cut deep. <laughs> and that was like, I'm like, you know what? That might have been the best the, the delivery of a line that, that has, ever, has ever done. I know. <laughs> right there. So does this does David Arquette deserve me to hate this? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. This was a terrible, terrible rage. I am done with sequels. I am done with requels. No, I'm done with reboots. I'm done with any film lying. No, its entire existence is on getting my money and expecting me yeah. to like it it's because of nostalgia say, i'm done you're done uh, no i am telling you this now yeah we're- unless you make a film that's worth seeing don't know till you see and it. it's gonna be originally created you are going to be getting a rage from now on. Ah, I am not so letting still, anything pass. All right, so if you're if you're expecting it. me to like it for nostalgia yeah. or for somehow making fun of yourself, expect you're going to get the rage. Or if you do make fun of yourself, you know, do it cleverly and yes. not don't overdo it. Now, it didn't happen to great lengths, but our our um, freaky freaky film, mm-hmm. it wasn't a mondo, but they did a very creative reboot of Freaky Friday, mm-hmm. but with a murder. So yeah. that was creative. You'll get you'll get a math for stuff like that. I don't know if we've given out a mondo for any re mm. requel sequel. I can't recall, one, but yeah, you know, no. maybe someday. No, it's never. I, it's it's, not, it's not starting with rage, and it's got to work itself up a real long way. Someday, someone's gonna take a movie from the past and make it better. Could happen. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, but it's like one in every hundred. I think you're being awfully generous, I would say. One, one in every, every thousand. thousand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, we'll get like maybe one or two in our lifetime. Okay. What do you say, Murray? Rage! Rage! 
That is true. That was delicious. Temperature rising. Whoops. Jump the gun. Oh, no, that's right. Temperature rising. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Seems like he's switching around there. That's French. Taking over. Well, in case you didn't know it, mm. my rage this week is still January. Yeah. It's now January We're, something. You could add to it. The something of something. We don't even have anything coming out this weekend. Jim. Yeah, we don't even. We're going to have to be watching something like Bell or something super, super annoying and terrible on Netflix. Amazon Prime. <laughs> don't don't shudder. I don't know what like, we're going to do. Is, this is just... I think we might have to make January the month where we all take off. Maybe we just and take we go, January we off. We take January off. This is dry January. Dry, dry. No, dry, no movies. No rage in, in, in January. We'll come back in February happy and then, uh, yeah, and then immediately get angry again. Yes, because there'll be shit coming out in February too. Or maybe we just, all of us, go away to... What's that... City, country, place that you want to go live? Oh, uh, uh, Ecuador. I want to. I want to live in Cuenca. Yeah, let's go to Cuenca it's every like, January. It's like between twenty-one and twenty-three degrees there right. all year long. I bet you it's pretty reasonable to live there too. Oh yeah, right. Oh, super. Reasonable. I said I vote next next January we Cuenca it up. We just go to Cuenca. We just go to Cuenca. Easy for the guy that's retired, but I still, you know, have to show up for a job. So. Can't you call him sick or something? I don't Isn't know. That... Maybe if this podcast starts making some money, we'll uh, There we go. We'll talk. We can Cuenca-tize ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Live My from rage Cuenca. Is, is January. Sucks. And throw in a sprinkling of requels. Is that the thing now? They're called requels? I don't know what they're called anymore. Who cares? It's fucking gross. All right. That's it. All right. Scream? Really? That's my rage. <laughs> Can we talk about more about it again? No, it's not. You know what the worst thing about this? Is that there are a ton of people online that love this movie. More than a few. Yeah. It's like they're going, this is such a breath of fresh air. I'm like, have you even watched the first? Or they'll say, like, this is my favorite slasher franchise you know what i went back and watched two three and four in a matter of one two like say 24 hour period these are not horror movies the only one that was really a horror movie was technically four yeah because the rest of them were actually thriller mysteries Mm -hmm. which to murray's point you knew who the killer was in the first five minutes so it's like they're not good so one I liked. Yes. Two I. I would di- say one for me was a Mondo because when it yeah, first one, came out, one was a Mondo. Yeah. Two I didn't hate. It yes, was I meh. didn't hate it. It was it was a meh. And then I was rage. rage and that was rage, rage rage. Yeah, it's like it's it's going progressively downhill. Mer, two cents. Didn't even see four. Well, you shouldn't. Three was three was terrible enough. I didn't even see four. <laughs> it was like, but you just go back and watch 
one. So they basically just keep they keep killing off the characters in the originals and casting new people who are even stupider. Yeah, and then they have to bring back, you know, these people who've been stabbed mortally. Yeah, back and back and bringing them back. It's like no. I'm sure David Arquette got smart enough to say, kill me out of this one. Yeah. Rage. Subsiding. Pulse. Slowing. Anger fading. I'm Agent Scott. And I'm Cam, the provocateur. And together we are the Spy Hearts Podcast. Every Tuesday, we decode the best and the worst of spy cinema to decipher if they make the knock list. That's right, the knock list is the need to see official classics of the spy genre, the best of the best, so to speak. Nobody does it better. From Bourne to Bond and Powers to Palmer, you can bet we will cover it. So subscribe now and revel in the audio equivalent of a smooth martini. Just search for Spy Hards, that's S-P-Y-H-A-R-D-S on all major podcast apps. And let's just hope you find us before we find you. And look for upcoming episode with Bryce and I on Spy Hearts where we talk about Triple X and oh. not the porn version. No. And it's not the, other, not the original with, with Or the Diesel. other other yeah. one. It's, it's the one. It's the one that's, the, it, that's number it's either two. the next level or State it's the of the number Union. two. Yeah. So yes. that's, so that's Spy Hearts S P Y H H R D. That's right, Scott. It's H R D S. It's H-A-R-D-S. H-A-R-D-S. There you go. Nice. Not H-R-D-S. Marie, you know what we're missing in our life right now? I got nothing. Nothing? Nothing. It's the Merman second. It's the Merman second. second. Can you just tell us something you liked this week? There must have been one thing that you liked this week. Come on. Not film related. Whatever. Let's have it. I liked my team winning on Monday. Did you? Who was your team? The, the Rams. Los Angeles Rams. Oh, I thought it was. I the... also liked it because it completed my four game parlay. But was uh, it? I hated all the other games. Wait, hold on a second. Can we have the Merman music going at this? I want this to be the Merman minute. Yeah. Okay, so the Steelers, I understand, lost, which isn't that your ultimate team or is the Rams yeah, your ultimate team? Yeah, but they weren't supposed to. It shouldn't have even been the playoffs. Yeah, they, they had no the chance. Ram, but you were happy that the Rams the lost the regular season to yep. not get the number two seed, so I had to play a better team, a team that kicked their ass this year. Uh-oh. And they came out and they destroyed them. So so the so the true Merman Minute was not yes. nothing. The, nothing true, the true nothing Minute... Nothing to do with movies, I can tell you that. Is... That the Rams are going further. They are. Yes. They're they're going to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Are they going to win? They Probably have not. a chance. Probably not. Murray, don't get down on yourself. I will be playing them on the money line because anyway. I think they will win outright. That's all I got. Like you said, January sucks. It's the worst. It's poopy. So all you film rich folks, if you want to make a few bucks. Bet, bet the, on the Rams. Bet the Rams on the money line. And if you want to bet on the Merman... Just buy us a coffee or a movie rental at buymeacoffee.com forward slash filmrageyyc. And every extra dollar you give to us will go towards getting Murray a Rams jersey when they win the Super Bowl. Help Murray attain his goal (laughs) of the Rams. 
Super Bowl jersey. I don't know. You shouldn't be promising that because that might actually happen. We well, there we go. Like, but we need the we need our listeners to help Murray get this Wolves. jersey. All right. Where are we at? What's well, happening? According to this, yeah. we're on the list. We're on the list. We got nothing. <laughs> this we is can't like, have back-to-back nothings. Okay, you know? so you know what we really need to talk about? Well, I think because I don't think he was ever on the mesmerized list. We're not putting no more mesmer. I'm no. I don't care. I don't care who you're going to say. We're not talking about the mesmerized list. We're, we were trying to get people off it. We're not going to have a 900 name freaking mesmerized list. So, if you want to talk about somebody, we'll talk about the person that I think you want to talk about, which is Marshala Ali. Yes. But, but I think we can talk about him as possibly be on the cusp of Undoubted. Unfortunately, eight, eight uh, films back is that stupid uh, McConaughey, yes. Jones's, the, yes. the, the, what is it called? Yes. Well, let's called. talk about the films because to be quite honest, we already did talk Free about Jones him in the past something. and he didn't make it because Marishal Ali did Why? not make it because, because Why? of that movie. So okay. now that it's... Okay, he's on the cusp. Don't get me wrong. That movie... Okay. That movie puts him like right there though i believe but let's just talk about it real briefly here oh sure i'm game like why not what else we gonna do because apparently we got nothing yeah it would be good to see him on the undoubted for sure and i think he's got a chance and now that depends on a couple of things he's made a couple movies though that i think may have been back to back meh really i think so well let's take a look all right so if you go Eight back. Okay, let's go. Let's go what? Oh. Okay, you want to go eight back? Okay. Yeah, so if you go eight back, unfortunately, that takes you to Free State of Jones, which is a rage. Yes. Okay. Moonlight is a Mondo. Moonlight is a Mondo, right? Hidden Figures is a Mondo. Hidden Figures is a Mondo. Roxanne, Roxanne, Roxanne was meh for was, me. It was meh, I think. Uh, I can't remember. See, I thought Green Book was a Mondo. No, Green Book is a Mondo. Okay, good. No, I was looking at Roxanne, Roxanne, which was, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a meh for me. It was me. a meh, but yep. that, that, that's fine because yep. Green Book's the next one. That's Mondo. Yep. Here, Alita Battle Angel. That was a Mondo. I also say it was Mondo. He doesn't, but the Eternals doesn't count. So you got to go back further. Neither does Spider-Man, apparently. Yeah. Swan Song was Mondo. So you're still right. Like, still yeah. only have eight movies. Eight movies. Seven yeah. movies back is still that other thing you didn't like. Yeah. No, no. Was a rage. One, yeah. two. Eternals doesn't count because it was just yeah, a voice I, credit. I got that. Thank you. What Are you Three, counting? Do you know how to count? Four, five, six. Ah, crap. We're only six. Eight. Remember when you forgot how to count and then you got mad at me because of it? Just just uh, chill out there, buddy boy. Buckaroo. Buckaroo. Okay, he's got two more movies. Ah. Kicks I actually saw. Uh, it was a Mondo for me. Well, unfortunately, yeah. decided to make a Mockingjay. What's that? Yeah, well, the... we don't have to go that far that back. Well, that he's already, we've gone back far enough that he's a, so he's two away. So what's he got coming up? So we've got, we've got some, we may have a problem. What is Blade? That's not. Blade, they're redoing the Blade. The re- oh, dear. Without Wesley Snipes. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to come out. In, oh, in, yeah, I guess it's, maybe. It'll be it'll be eight. Well, yeah. According to these, leave the world behind. It could be a meh, though. It could be a meh. So yeah. it's a superhero movie. It's meh. That's true. The original Blade was a Mondo. Plus, actually, I'm a li- I didn't even know this was a, a thing. I'm actually maybe a little... Could I be a little excited that he's playing Blade? 
Is he being Blade? Is he's he actually? Be Blade. Oh, he's gonna be Blade. Yeah, this is okay. So remember when I said I never want to see a reboot with him as Blade? Then I'm okay. Yeah, I think it might be all right. It's it's a superhero movie. Oh yeah, so I, it's thought, gonna I be thought we had I thought we had a shot of his next. Potentially, on, but you'd put still. zero real thought into this. You did as much planning as you did to change your underwear when you looked at him as potentially being undoubted. He changes their underwear. You can change it four to four ways. Flip, I, flip, even, flip, bother? flip. I don't flip. <laughs> There's no flipping. There's no flipping in underwear. There's no flipping in underwear. Exactly. Okay, can we can we just at least for five minutes talk about Glenn Close? I know she's already mesmerizing, but I just want to say how much I love her. Okay. We, no, no, we can't do it for five minutes. Can we talk? Okay, okay. But you let's had just your talk. Five seconds. No, let's just talk quickly about what your Why? favorite Glenn oh. Close movie is. Why, Murray? What's your favorite Glenn Close movie? I don't know. Come on, it's got to be one. I don't know. What comes to mind when I you when I say Glenn Close? I say Glenn Close. You say something, something, something. Glenn Close, something. The last one I remember is the Ron Howard film, which you guys hated. Which was which one? Uh, that. I didn't hate that. I gave but, it a mondo. He gave it a mondo. I, I gave it. it a mondo. He didn't I like it. it. I, I gave it a mondo. It was, she was awesome. She was awesome in that. In fact, she was mesmerizing. True. There you go. Bryce, what's your favorite Glenn Close movie? Uh, Albert Nobbs. Oh, she was so good in Albert Nobbs. I kind of want to say The Girl with All the Gifts. But it's kind of the same character she just played in Swan Song. Mm. Kinda. Yeah. No, that's not it for me. Hmm. Ooh, the line in winter. She was so good in that too. It doesn't count if you have to bring up a list. You shouldn't know. Yes. She's been in so many things. True. She has. How about Fatal Attraction? No. 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 I didn't like Fatal Attraction. Actually, you know what it is. It's Mars Attacks. There you Mars go. Attacks. She yeah, okay. was brilliant. True. There you go. One of my favorite movies. All right, let's move on. Okay. Glenn Close. Last week on Rage or Dare, Jim pulled from Bryce's bag the Wonder Twin powers of Mary Kate and Ashley. And their film, New York Minute. This week, the boys get to pull from my ice cream bucket of rage. Let's check in with Jim and see if the twins were in fact spreading wonder or if they are now his arch nemesis. I want to take a big scoop of Murr's bag of rage. Eugene Levy was in this, wasn't he? He's always good. Don't hold that against him. One is a rocker. The other is one who wears glasses and is organized. That is so do original. They, do they switch places? The other one is sloppy, and yeah. the other one is neat. Oh, they're opposites. Wait, isn't this the plot of the last Mary-Kate and Ashley movie that I had to you watch? You mean every Mary-Kate and Ashley movie? I think that may be the case. And they have a single father. So as I was starting to watch this, I'm saying, okay... The plot of the last one was them trying to do something <laughs> about something. And then that the father, they were going to hook him up. So I was thinking, wait, 
they're going to try and hook this father up. But then the father wasn't any part of the movie, really. Oh, no. So I was so disappointed. I was thinking, I want to see the father get, you know, connected to somebody. But then now you get more Mary-Kate and Ashley. I got a lot more Mary-Kate and Ashley. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's not what it was about. What was it about? Um, 90 minutes? It was about 90 minutes. The good thing was that most of the cast of SCTV was in this movie. <laughs> so that, that had a promising start to it. Yes. But no, wait. It was just embarrassing. Every single scene in this film mm. was completely annoying and stupid to the point I felt like I was on top of Everest creating a snowball of annoyance and rage that increased in size as it picked up stupidity and idiocy layers of additional rage size as it careened to the bottom of the mountainside. It was like watching a supersized Full House episode. And then guess what happens in the movie? Bob Saget shows up and appears. Nice! And that was the nail in the coffin further into my rage built wooden box so many 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 painful things again we need to review yes did we or did we not agree the primary actors have to be out of high school no, they just, they, yeah, as long as they're young adults, it's fine. Why is that? That's not a movie an adult wants to see. It should be a rage that's created off of adults being terrible in movies. Not, I had to watch Sharkboy and Lava Girl. That's true. But that was, wasn't that before we made the decision? I don't know. I think it was. I think we need to pose it. Marie should be the decider on this. Marie, do you think we should... We've have to wait till they're graduated high school. They did graduate high no, school. No, they didn't. Well, not in the movie, but no. in, the, in actual real life. Did they even go to they high school? A bit, they're they they're professional actors. They probably never even went to high school. Well, they probably didn't, but I'm sure they got their high school diploma. Do you think so? I do. I think they probably got degrees. What do you think, Marie? I hate kids. Yeah, so I do too, apparently. Anyways, the rule hasn't changed. <sighs> So, okay, can we put, like, a grade level on it? Because I don't want to watch another fucking Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. Two is enough. Wait a minute. Isn't that... Is that Two is enough. Is, start Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Isn't that a Mary-Kate and one's Ashley One's messy. Movie? One's neat. High jinx. One's a rocker. One's an emo. No, that's not it. One's an emo. and Anyway. Okay, well... Whatever. I hate you. Uh, your stupid bag of... Oh, yeah. This this was a terrible rage of a movie. It needs to be brought up. Almost every reference to every ethnic community was done in a bit of a racist stereotype. Mm. Just so you know. Yeah. Not sure why it really matters uh, or not. I hated this movie anyway. Mm. This also includes every random person just gives them stuff for free. Well, it's Mary-Kate and Ashley. And they're twins. Okay, so I know quite a few twins. Even my mom was a twin. And no matter how much they were in disagreement, you can't have twins that knew absolutely nothing about each other. Like, they knew absolutely nothing. As the movie's going on, they had this big heart-to-heart where it's like, I didn't know that. 
I didn't know that. You didn't know I was neat and wore clean clothes that, and that you're a pig and you're a rocker? That sounds like a powerful scene. It was not powerful. It was painful. But there was one good thing that came from this movie. Yes. It was basically one of their final films that oh. they ever made. That's so there sad. is a hope I will never have to watch another one. So sad. That is the only good thing that came out of this. Because I can't watch any more before this because they wouldn't have been in high school. Right. And everyone after this, there's not very many. So my future looks bright. So you liked it? No, it was terrible rage. Oh, okay. It was, it was, it was like, okay, if you can't see my fingers, cause we're on audio right now, but if you can have your fingers almost touching, mm, yeah, yeah. that's how close it was. Right. To being nine lives quality bad. Ah. And Eugene Levy was so terrible in this. So bad. I'm going to. Andrea Martin was actually okay. Okay. Because her character is just. Let's see if the microphone picks this up. He's patting himself on the back. I'm patting myself on the back. I'm telling you it didn't replace nine lives. So it wasn't that great. I did good. (laughs) You did pretty good. I got to say. Let's see if Murr can outdo you. Murr's shaking his bag. Shake. Let me get my ice cream scoop. Scoop it out. Scoop all that gooey goodness out. Oh. Is it dripping? Is it wet? It's a little wet. Can I lick my fingers after? I would expect nothing less. Didn't we watch this? Probably. Against the ropes? No. (laughs) No, we didn't. (laughs) It sounds that, terrible. I believe that is just Meg Ryan. Yes. Yes. And Omar Epps. I thought it was wrestling movie for a second, but yeah, it's the Meg Ryan movie. Omar Epps. Sure. I think it's Omar Epps. It is Omar. Epps. I, I don't. I think it's really bad, but I don't remember. It's Meg Ryan, it's so it's Meg pretty Ryan's. much guaranteed to be bad. Well, she's, you know. Thank you. Omar, let's see what the critics say. The critics. Meg Ryan is a knockout. Michelle Solomon of NBC TV said that. And then in, in French, Michelle Solomon of NBC TV said, Meg Ryan, a sensational. Yeah, and IMDb gives it 5.3. Okay, here's something. Okay. I respect Roger Ebert. Okay. Thumbs up. Thumbs up his bum? No. Thumbs up. It sounds more like up his bum. Okay. Roger Ebert, come on. I respect him. I was going to wear my shirt today, the, by the way. The tagline on this is, she gave the boxing world the one-two punch they never saw coming. Even the tagline sounds stupid. It like literally sounds like the stupidest tagline ever. I am looking forward to this. This sounds like, what was that other movie where... I am sure I've seen it. It's got um, Charles S. Dutton in it, who's always great. Tony Shalhoub. How often do you get to see him in movies? He's always doing TV. That's fantastic. Uh-huh. Oh, it's got Tim Daly in it. That's, that's a, I that's know. A, that's a problem. It's already a rage. So the cast of Wings? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, okay. If you like <laughs> the, you like the cast of Wings, you're going to love Against the Ropes. Uh, that should have been the trope line. Do you like Wings? I'm not talking Buffalo Wings. I'm talking the show Wings. And people are like, what? I like then you're going to love Against the Ropes. It's got all the roping with less of the plane. Sure. I think this is going to be uh, It's going to be a movie. It's going to be awful. It's going to be Mary, something. you're the best. Yeah, I'll try.
well. Oh, thanks, Ragers, for listening to special love to our members. Whenever you ever to come back to us, we'd be happy. Thanks to Extended Film Rage crew and family. You can find our show notes. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site at Redbubble and TeePublic. Make sure you get your Film Rage Awards t-shirts before the Oscars come out. So you can also have your view. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for our listeners. So please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to filmragecalgrate.gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies, feel our rage. But no matter what you do, will you please make us rage? Please? Please? That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on. Rage on.